Hello and welcome to Old vs. Gold, the podcast that takes your fond childhood memories of movies and TV and holds them up to the harsh light of today. This week's movie, Big Trouble in Little China. I learned last night that... Uh, I guess it's Santa Claus is coming to town is actually a pretty dark. Oh thing, yeah, the lyrics. <laughs> well, you know, so Santa say in- your prayers because mm-hmm. Santa Claus is coming to town. Yes. Oh yeah. Those are the oh. yes. Okay. Those are the lyrics. Yes. Well, I always found Santa a little creepy because he always well, yeah. knows what you're doing. Watching you. Yeah. yeah. I don't want someone, some old white guy with a beard watching. <laughs> I'm more creepy. disturbed by the wise men who see a shivering cold baby and decide to cover him in silver, silver and gold. gold. Like this will warm him up. Kids love silver and gold. <laughs> love it. Maybe what they don't mention is that it's like molten silver oh, and gold <laughs> just cover oh. in that. <laughs> so I learned that in the Netherlands the Dutch Santa Claus is actually very different than our Santa Claus oh yes Ooh. he he has a bunch of black guys mm-hmm. like and it's very racist they're they're actually like oh. stupid black guys mm-hmm. who follow him around and if you're not good he hurts you. He like oh, takes yeah. you to yes. Spain or something, and like, yes. and, like <laughs> tortures you. He stuffs you in a sack and takes you to Spain. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That, yep. That's Santa. Yeah. That's terrifying. So, so when I move right. to Amsterdam, I can't wait to meet Santa. Yeah. And that's <laughs> thin. That's thin Santa, right? Isn't yes. Of course. Yes. I, well, I, so think, I, I think in I think in all cultures, everyone's yes, skinny yes, except yeah. America. Yeah. Well, I think that's why he's cranky. <laughs> Uh, he's been dieting. He's and hungry. Yeah, it's cold. You need some fat when it's that cold. Yeah, yeah. They have real winter. Yeah. yeah. So, wow, that's yeah. funny. That's that's very funny. Yeah. yeah. But don't you find that the best aspects of Christmas really are the darker ones? I I, I like the yes. the carols that are a bit uh, you know more dirge like god bless you yes. merry gentlemen is fantastic and it's all about <laughs> oh it, it sounds like we're going to a funeral i i don't know i like that <laughs> yeah and what's the other one that's actually um green the one that's actually green sleeves oh yes yes yeah that's pretty depressing hmm musically anyway <laughs> i don't think i know this song well, I don't know about Christmas. It's uh, Christmas is long past by is the it? Po- by this point. Oh, is, is it? Uh, the- theoretically, by else. the point of I, I this think it's, I moment, think, I think it's... I think we're still in the epiphany period. No, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, but, but let's talk about let's talk that about something February. else. Okay. Let's talk about something else. Well, How about let's talk about the film of the week, which is uh, for the podcast, which is Big Trouble in oh. Little China. Oh, that's Big very trouble different. in, in yeah. Little China. Uh-huh. I don't know that's about you right. guys, but every time I go to Chinatown, you get into big, big trouble. Really trouble. bad happens to me. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Well, I'm Roberts, independent filmmaker, gamer, and I am a reasonable guy who's just experienced some very unreasonable things. <laughs> Joining me is Tim. Okay. You'll you'll understand later. I see. Chris, welcome Hello. back, and Jack. Chinese girl with green eyes? That's awfully rare. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, at least two of us have been reading through the quotes of the okay. <laughs> during our research. Uh, Big Trouble in Little China, July 2nd, 1986. Mm. 99 minutes long and PG-13 rating. Mm. The plot, according to IMDb, is an all-American trucker gets dragged into a centuries-old mystical battle in Chinatown. 
<laughs> you had me at all American truckers. All, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> Mystical the... battle. Yes. That implies it's Asian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mystical. <laughs> um, the budget not mentioned on um, movie... Uh, oh, Box Office Mojo. It's uh, not available. Um, on I- IMDb... Estimated twenty five million. That Ooh. sounds wrong. That twenty five million. For this film, that, sounds that sounds high for John wrong. Carpenter. That may be adjusted for inflation. I oh, seriously doubt that maybe. number is correct. That though. seems very high. So well, let's just say not not available. But it did gross if, if, eleven million. If that's true, we'll have to play that game. Where did the money go? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, uh, <laughs> just like Hudson Hawk. Yes. Um, <laughs> gross uh, eleven million domestic, two million on the opening weekend. Hmm. So uh, not bad considering the budget probably Good was them, much yeah. lower than twenty five. Yeah. Plus yeah. the movie back then was like yeah yeah two cents. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 Very yeah. successful. I'm sure that was good. Yeah. Uh, it was directed by John Carpenter. He was born in 1948, and this guy in my um, home state has been doing a tons of stuff. Dark Star in 74, Halloween in 78, Escape from New York in 81, The Thing in 82, Christine in 83. I didn't know he directed that. Starman in 84, They Live in 88, which I would like to do on the show sometime. Uh, because I remember enjoying that one, but that one was like a very campy sort oh, of. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the remake of The Village of the Dam with Kirstie Alley and Christopher Reeves. What? Reeves, sorry. Oh, oh I didn't <laughs> yes. know about that. Oh, dear. And then Escape from L.A. in 96, and um, no directing since 2010. Huh. So maybe he retired. He's what was it in 2010? I can't remember what it was, oh. but the, his last IMDb credit for directing hmm. was 2010. Well, it's nice um, to know that John Carpenter has made some other Asian classic movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course, the film stars Kurt Russell as Jack Burton. Uh, Kurt Russell, his first IMD credit is uh, Dennis the Menace. Um, he played a character named Kevin, and that was in 62. Oh, dear. I know. Gilligan's Island as Jungle Boy mm-hmm. yep. in 65. Wait, wait, yep. wait. What? Yep. Jungle Boy. Yeah. Yes. I believe the episode was called Gilligan Meets the Jungle Boy. Yes. <laughs> yep. Lost in Space, a character named Quano oh. huh. in 66. <laughs> Hawaii Five O, a character named Peter in 77. Was he also Jungle Boy? I jungle Boy, yes, yeah. in Hawaii. He <laughs> <laughs> found in the but jungle. That, that was his mob name. Yeah. <laughs> and Escape from New York, The Thing, Stargate in '94, mm-hmm. uh, much more, and it's still working today. And what? Like what level still of movies or movie? Yeah, still, still acting. Hmm. Yes, he's still working. He's at Quiznos. <laughs> 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 and Kim Cattrall is Gracie Law, who oh, was in the Kim Cattrall. Kim Tim Cattrall. will enjoy this. He, she was also in the Logan's Run TV series. <laughs> oh, really? For I didn't one know episode that. Oh, in '77. Yeah, we keep running into that. We need I to want to see it so much. I so much more fondly remember, yeah. more fondly remember the TV series than the movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Police Academy in '84. Manic in 87 her best role <laughs> really okay what about star trek 6 in 91 she Mani- was the unless uh, she's a mannequin no she was not a mannequin, she was not a mannequin. but Just she was a, Vul- a romulan or a vulcan or half vulcan half romulan something like that i can't wait to so see that's kind of mannequinish. she was a mannequin in sex in the city right yes no, she, she yeah. just plays a mannequin everywhere she goes <laughs> no, and that, then of course sex madam, in the city not mannequin madam oh oh okay uh, <laughs> 
I get that's good. And she's also still working. So okay. lots of things that I didn't bother to write down. What she her was. Last um, name I remember was. we saw her recently in something. We did. She was an ice oh. princess or yeah. something. Now I have to look these things up. And there are others that we could discuss after the show. Okay. But uh, let's get on to our memories of first seeing. Um, what was this film called? Big Trouble, Big Trouble in, in Little China. China. <laughs> Sorry, that's a long name. Wow. Uh, yes, I know. It's it's uh, it's uh, John Carpenter's Big Trouble in the. It actually it isn't. Yes. It doesn't. Does it say that on the box? It I might. Don't remember, a lot of his did, but I don't know if that's one of them. It doesn't say that as the official title. It's now, I think, and now I think it's especially officially rebranded as Marvel's John Carpenter's. <laughs> <laughs> no, Disney, no. Marvel, Disney, <laughs> Disney, Marvel's, Disney, Ro- Pixar, Bad Robots, uh, <laughs> John Carpenter's oh, Big Trouble in Little China, A New Hope. <laughs> yes. <laughs> With, With tri-sabers. No, <laughs> uh, I just remember seeing it somewhere in my 20s on uh, um, VHS. I don't think I saw it in the theater and watched it a couple of times and remember enjoying it. But not seeing it for probably over a decade. So, uh, although I have the DVD, yeah. I probably saw. I probably watched that when I got it. So maybe like 15, 18 years ago, I saw it. Last have DVDs been out for eighteen years? Yeah, long time. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yes. <laughs> what about you, Chris? What's your memories of seeing this film? I was very young, so the movie came out when I was three. Oh my. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, so you didn't see it originally. So I did not see it in theaters, <laughs> but I did watch it in my living room with, with my family, also oh. on VHS. Ah. Yes. I don't believe that was a Laserdisc movie. No. <laughs> that was a VHS movie. <laughs> there may have been a Laserdisc later. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> not from our rental store. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, when was the last time you saw it? And what did you think of it when you saw it? I probably watched it in the very early 90s, hmm. and I thought it was nice. It felt very... It felt very action-packed, Asian, with all the things I like in a movie. <laughs> but I don't remember details. I just remember yeah. it being fun. Yeah. Very yeah. entertaining. Yeah. And we, I, I remember this, like, funny, giant white guy with a, with a like, a funny face. He, he might have been in, I don't know, Rambo or something. It, like, I mean, when I was young, so I, I wasn't piecing together, like, where actors were from. But at the time, yeah. I was like, oh, I recognize him. And I, and I never thought thought that yet because i was so young uh-huh. so the movie is very special to me that it made me feel like a moviegoer ah okay so it was it was nice is john matuzak in this Ooh, i don't mm. know i'd don't I don't have to look maybe not he that would feel, be he should be in the guy. sequel the oh. sequel no i'm just if they make one <laughs> he should be in it okay <laughs> <laughs> uh jack how about you well, as is so often the case when uh, we meet for these get-togethers, uh, this is a movie that I first saw on HBO, uh, <laughs> and uh, my dad would have taped it in our own personal uh, Betamax uh, video library, yes. so probably watched it a few times that way. Um, and then, uh, in the last few years, uh, I go to this one uh, convention every year in uh, mid summer uh, and I go with my buddy Hutch and one of the things that we do is he'll bring a DVD player or a Blu-ray player and hook it up to the TV because we like to get away from the hustle and bustle of the con and very often Big Trouble in Little China is one of the movies that we put in. Uh, So it's probably been 10 or 15 years since I've seen it all the way through but I've certainly seen it in bits and pieces while lying on a, a twin bed 
vaguely hungover, uh, <laughs> waiting to go back out and see what Marina Sirtis has to say. So. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Marina. Yes. <laughs> okay, how about you, Tim? Um, I've seen this once on VHS sometime in the mid to late 80s. I remember that I liked it, and I remember nothing else about it. Mm. And when I try to think about it, I tend to get it confused with Escape from New York. So okay, yeah, I don't <laughs> so, know. Well, same actor, same director, yep, exactly. So. <laughs> so and same tone, probably. I mean, same everything's at night. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I don't but know. This so. time it's Chinese. Okay, yeah, and yeah. it's in San Francisco. I mean, it's okay. The, the well, like movie I say, is based in San Francisco, yeah. but <laughs> so yeah. Okay, well that's great. Let's um, queue up our copy. I think we're going to watch the Netflix version. It's of okay. higher quality than okay. the DVD. So okay. what? I know. That makes no sense. It, yeah, it does actually. <laughs> it'll, it'll be more kind of... Because Netflix like, streaming technology has advanced and DVD technology has not. Yes. Interesting. But it's yeah. streaming. Anyways. <laughs> well, we'll kill the Skype call so that we don't... <laughs> what? I don't understand. That will slow us down. So, bye, Jack. No, bye. Kidding. We'll see you in about we'll, 99 we'll miss minutes. You. <laughs> All right. Let's, pop, let's load it up and let's watch Big Trouble in Little China. Be right back. like the idea of spicing up the San Francisco, San Francisco tourist experience by occasionally throwing in a, a semi truck coming at you <laughs> head on. I think that would that would be great. Yeah, yeah that would, like, the, the tourists would love that. Yes. Are you saying that doesn't happen? No, not, not that I know of. Not Every now there. and then, plow through some empty boxes. Yeah, sure. <laughs> the, oh, let's oh, recap. Let's recap. Let's recap. Got to oh, do a right. recap. Oh boy, uh, this will be difficult. Oh, I'll I'll start it and let's see where we can go. Okay, so okay. it starts. It starts at the end where someone oh uh, right. where the <laughs> oh, bus driver's lawyer attorney. is his attorney yes is trying to get him to explain the story mm-hmm. so then we flash back to jack driving into san francisco the truck driver jack essentially ranting like a crazy homeless man yeah over the yes <laughs> over, over the, the cb radio. so that everyone can hear him crazy yeah <laughs> Uh, and he brings supplies to Chinatown in San Francisco and meets up with his friend, oh, um, his Wang friend Chi. Wang, Wang Chi. And they gamble, and um, then they go to the airport to meet this girl that Wang is waiting for, who's, I guess, coming over from China, to, uh, and they're going to get married. Right? I guess Because love she has green eyes. No, no, no. Not, not because she has green eyes. Because they're in love. Oh, Right. But, <laughs> but everyone the, just lo- notices and loves her green eyes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but a gang is also at the airport, and they're going to kidnap. They're just. I think they're just there looking for women to kidnap to sell into like mm. the sex trade right. or whatever. Anyone pretty? Yeah. And they first grab um, Kim Cattrall's girl. Um, I forget her name because yeah. we well, barely so we barely see her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. Um, but then oh, yeah. Jack gets in the way, and it all gets mixed up, and they grab uh, Wang's girl, who has green eyes, um, and take her to the sex place or whatever. And then, uh, Except uh, they never actually use her; they just tie her to a bed. Yeah, I yep. guess. I guess yeah. maybe that was <laughs> right. Um, okay, and, and then so they try to get her back from there. And while they're doing that, mysterious supernatural guys come in and take 
the yeah. fiance. Away. Through this, through the through, ceiling, through the roof. Through the roof. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Later, that's later oh, on. Is it? Well, okay. first they drive into town. They drive into. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. The truck. I, okay. I forgot. Oh, the gangs, I forgot we hadn't gotten the there gangs yet. have okay. a fight, but then we see oh, the three elements right, 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 right. guys show up. Yes. Yes. That happens. Rain, first. wind, and whatever. We, and we forgot about that thunder, scene because it was rain. so unnecessary. <laughs> well, it's well, the introduction. Well, it did introduce the yeah yeah, and we got and we lost Jack's truck. Oh right, 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 right. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, yes. Then they so, met up with um, Gracie Kim Cattrall, and um, she explains what's going on. Yeah. That the girl with the green eyes is being held for uh, sex trade, so okay. they send Jack in to rescue her. And then they go and don't rescue. But her. that's when okay. they the, the the elements guys show up again and mm-hmm. rip the roof off and steal her for their leader. Okay. To marry. Right. right. Um, yeah. Who is a ghost trapped in limbo or something. Something. A dream. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> He's either an old man in a wheelchair old or a dream. ghost stuck in limbo. He has no flesh, but he seems to have flesh. I don't know. But soul it doesn't tra- matter. Soul trapped in a dream, <laughs> wrapped in a flaky crust. I don't know. Mm, oh, sounds crust. delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so then next they go to try to they go to his place, right? Yeah, there's regrouping. Yeah. There's regrouping. Yeah, they go to his place. And Do we meet the really reporter get, then? I think so. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Essentially, yeah. She's with Kim Cattrall. Yeah. Yeah. There. Yeah. And so is she? She's not necessary either. No, she's not. <laughs> um. Well, she's there for the maitre d' to have a love interest. Yeah, yes. oh, yeah the maitre d'. Oh, that was great. Fantastic. So they go into Lopan's place, and there's lots of fighting and stalking and exploring and tunnels and elevators that and hells. That are either going down or up. And, yes, yes. Yeah. and hells. But in the end, they really accomplish nothing. They didn't they rescue the any... They say, oh, that's right, they do save... At the end, they save the girl. Eventually. Oh, they, they, sa- no, they saved all they those women. Yeah, they do yeah. save them. Oh, yeah. They don't yeah. save any characters, but they save they, miscellaneous they, people. They, they killed right. the bad guy. Okay. Yeah, yeah I mean... Okay. okay. Oh, at the end of the movie. We're yeah, talking I mean, about every, the every, first escape. No, I'm talking about the first time. The first they went escape into when they, place. they snuck in and they oh, saved all those women in the... But they did not retrieve... They did not retrieve the fiance, and Tim Cattrall got... She got kidnapped by that weird monster thing. Yeah. Chewy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so they have to go back. They all go back through some secret dark tunnel, and that's where you know the black blood of the earth line comes oh, in, right. which I always found funny. Um, and they all drink this potion that makes them feel invincible, and uh, actually yep. does work on Wang <laughs> apparently because he's yes. flying through the yes. air now. So at this point, the wedding is happening. <laughs> the wedding is happening. Lopan yes. has decided to marry both women. Yes, so that and he sacrifice can sacrifice one, of them. one yeah. and enjoy the other. Yes. Because Kim Cattrall also has green eyes. Yes, yes, yes. yes. green contacts. I mean eyes. Apparently, this is all we need to appease a demon spirit. <laughs> yeah, he just has a green eye fetish. And yeah, there we go. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so now the, they do the ceremony. So now he's flesh. So they think they can kill him. And there's a big fight scene that goes on for a while, and uh, it's pretty funny. Um, and then, and in the end, they do kill him. <coughs> yes. And Jack I guess they take care of all three. Although I lost track of one of the three storm people. The right. lightning bolt guy got hit with a yeah thing that by was by like a little the, Buddha statue. Yeah. Okay. Right. 
and then one guy... The guy with the spinning blades on his hands yes. in the beginning, he he was in the aerial fight with Wang. Yeah. And okay, right, right, right. And right. he got stabbed and then Oh, that's right, that's why. Okay, that happened earlier. And that's why the that blew up real good. Okay, yeah. yeah, and then the other guy became... Um, Oh yes, the guy from the Monty Pythons, meaning what? Yeah, he like, inflated it. <laughs> yes, this Tika became Mr. Creosote. Wow, apparently this fight was wafer thin. It's way fit. Um, and yeah, so they rescue both women. Uh huh. Everyone goes <clears throat> back home, and Jack is like, "I got my money, got my truck. It's time to move on." Mm-hmm. And uh, he doesn't so he even does. kiss. Uh, but in a surprising Gracie twist, he yes. didn't end yeah. up with Greasy. Yeah, yeah. no, at all. Nope. Not even nope. a goodbye kiss. Yep. Yep. And he drives off, but he's being stalked by the monster by who's in the back of his van or his yeah. uh, yes. truck. Yes. I'm waiting Rabies. for the sequel. The end. Yes, the sequel. <laughs> Rabies Chewbacca. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. That's our recap. Let's uh, discuss our feelings of the film and topics. What? What's funny about the, feelings? The word feelings always. Makes yeah, me right. Laugh. You know what? Feelings for this film. Yes. Um, okay, there's a lot of magic in this film. Yep. A lot of magical, mm-hmm. mystical things. Yeah. Let's talk about mm-hmm. the realism of that and um, and non-magical things as well and how and how this film holds up under that. Well, I think a key point in this discussion for me is while we were watching the movie, so various things, people come down from the sky, there are green yes. explosions, all these things happen. And then Chris was bothered by how easily <laughs> Wang and our and our white hero get into the restaurant. Yes, <laughs> that was what he. That's the part uh, he couldn't buy. They snuck past the guards <laughs> by pretending to be like telephone workers or something. And yeah, it was I'm, like I'm you sorry. Can't do that. <laughs> the security guard in there. His job is to keep the place secure. <laughs> if two people just come in and start rambling about, and, and he's carrying a telephone, yes. I believe. Yes, it is. It's that not was his disguise. It is not yeah. realistic to think you can get passed through a security guard, and not even normal security. Like this guy knows he's working for evil, and he just just lets two people just come in through as if they were like checking the electricity box or something. Like no, no, no one's no one's buying this. But again, this is what you're not buying. Yes, not driving through a guy in a truck. Oh, that's fine. (laughs) I, I can suspend reality when it comes to like. You know, magical, mystical, Asian voodoo. <laughs> but at a certain point, you have to come back to reality, and that the security guy is going to at least say a word. He'd even he didn't stand up. There yeah. were like four of them too. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just completely not realistic. <laughs> and then, the, and the other thing that bothered me is that there was neon accents on like the like Asian statues at the oh, wedding. Yeah, I thought that yeah. was ridiculous. There was a lot, I think that was a low pan thing, I think. Because like the wedding, there was the neon around the, yeah, the escalator was, entrance. Yeah, an escalator. The escalator that the was escalator. great. <laughs> the stone escalator, yeah. yes. <laughs> Which was the only running escalator in San Francisco. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Uh, yeah. Clearly yeah. not <laughs> operated by Bartomini. <laughs> <laughs> um so anyway, yeah, so realism, magical and otherwise there. Yes. Yeah. So it, it, it's interesting in that there is this idea of magical realism where you just sort of roll with it and, yes. and it's not even commented upon. But they walk the line. They do comment. There are people saying, hey, that that's crazy. Yes. Um, so, so we're never completely immersed. Um, but I do think that the movie 
plays by its own rules and lives within them, mm-hmm. yeah. which is something that a lot of the the best movies of this type uh, do. I was thinking specifically of uh, Blues Brothers, oh. where you've got some really pretty out there shit happening, and yet people just roll with it. So, they, but it's not. It doesn't rise to the full level of uh, the literary idea of magical realism. Right. So mm. I, I, I kind of slot it there with, with Blues Brothers. Maybe not executed quite as well, but trying for that same thing. Hmm. Okay. 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 Hmm. I mean, I can forgive a lot because this is so obviously a comedy. Oh, yeah. I mean, more so than I even remembered it being. There's just so right. many jokes in this. Um. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, of course, not surprisingly, it made me think of Scott Pilgrim sometimes, you which has the did. same kind of magical realism. Except oh, as yeah. Jack said with Blues Brothers, <clears throat> there's not the part where you stop and have to absorb it, as mm. characters in this did sometime. Ah, in that okay. movie, everything is just rolled with and accepted that teenagers have fighting abilities and stuff like yes. that. You know, <laughs> so this this has to throw in a concept of magic. Yes, but once that's done. You know, it's all then kind of taken for granted and accepted and rolled with. So, yeah. Well, something jumped out at me during the credits. Um, one of the writers, uh, given and adapted by credit, is W.D. Yes. Richter. Yes. Mm-hmm. Who also directed Buckaroo Banzai. Yep. Oh. Yep. Which I, I had never made that connection before. And in Buckaroo Banzai, a lot of the same things <gasps> yeah. that. Exactly. You know where I'm going mm-hmm. here. Weird stuff pops up and they just roll with it and, and nobody explains it. The The moment in Buckaroo Banzai is, uh, I forget who says it. I think it's uh, maybe Pepe Serna says, uh, what's with that watermelon? And <laughs> Oh, no, it's Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum says, yeah. what's with that watermelon? Pepe Serna says, I'll tell you later. And it, they never come back to it. <laughs> and I think that's what Richter was doing with whatever his pass was on this script. Yeah. Uh, his um, his fingerprints are on this script, yeah. and and I found those parallels which I'd never seen before. Yeah, when we're mm-hmm. talk, ready to talk about the script, I, I did some research on that, and his fingerprints oh. are pretty strong on it. But okay. um, but yeah, also Buckaroo Banzai then like this is its own universe, right? With its own rules that are or are not stated, but are consistent. Yes. Mm. So you know, Buckaroo Banzai, it's a world where you have a rock star brain surgeon, neurosurgeon, and yeah. this is not blanched at by anyone. Nope. You know, so <laughs> so in this one, this one is a little different because there is a pause. There are some characters, mm. especially Kurt Russell, you know, has to stop and struggle to take it in, but only for a moment. Yeah, yes, that's okay. true. <laughs> and also, he's he's outside of it. If he wasn't there, everyone, who, yeah, everyone there everyone would have no right. Yeah, yeah, on yeah. It. yeah, true, true, true. Um. Yeah, the the reactions to things among the community are not what the fuck was that, but oh my god, it's <laughs> yes. you know Lopan. Yes. <laughs> oh, that guy. <laughs> and the guy driving the bus, you know, has been waiting yeah. to stop him forever, and like yeah. that was his mission in life, pretty much. Egg Fuyo. Yes. yes. No, no, well, that was his, that was his business. <laughs> That's his business. His first name was Egg for some reason. Yeah. Egg head or something. Egg something. And that know. guy's been in a lot of stuff. Actually, I recognize yeah, yeah. several people. One of the. Uh, one of the guys on the on uh, the two gangs, that right? I think he was on the evil gang side. Was also in Die Hard. He was one. Yes, of the, he was. Yeah, the guy oh. who eats the the candy bar. Yes, the candy bar guy in Die Hard. Yes. yes. Who was he? Oh, he was also in this. He was, okay. He was one on the bad guy oh, gang okay. side. 
Okay. <laughs> but and looking exactly the same as he did in Die Hard, except oh, yeah. in a different outfit, maybe. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so, <laughs> and using machine guns instead of knives and, you know. Yep. Um, so, because this is an 80s film, and sometimes these things happen with 80s films when we look back at them, um, was it, and how much, if so, racist? I had an assumption going in of a bit of unfortunate racism in that we would bring in our big white guy to fix everything. Uh-huh. But that's not really what happens. No, it is not. And that was kind of refreshing for me. Yeah, yeah. I wish I sort of wish they'd taken it farther and had him really accomplish nothing at all. <laughs> mm. He he didn't accomplish things a lot of the time. Yes. But they kind of especially near the end, they kind of gave him an out and he actually, you know, killed Bopan. Yeah, that's true. But but for the most part, it feels almost like we're watch we're seeing this story through the eyes of the sidekick and he is the sidekick. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Right? Although and, it's not and Wang is the it hero. It doesn't look like that. It but mm, as you follow the story, if you that becomes really apparent. yeah, if you really follow it and how he's barely fighting at all yes. in the scene, he knocks himself out at the beginning yeah. of the fight scene <laughs> yeah. by shooting the yeah. ceiling, and then he's like, so it's the view of the sidekick who thinks he's, he's the, the wacky. Hero. Yes, exactly. He thinks he's the hero, and at times he does stuff. Yeah, but right. not a lot. But if yeah, I mean, we did give him some credit, right? Yeah. He, oh yeah, yeah. He, when he was blindfolded in the wheelchair, he he simply. Knocks it over yeah. and it yeah. destroys the wheelchair. And <laughs> yeah. I thought that was kind of nice. Plus he he, he always the, has a knife in his sock. Yeah, he had the good sense nice. to have the knife. Or boot. On yeah, him. yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, both. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it really felt Which, like. Why that does kind a truck thing. driver need that? But whatever. You know, again, but he magical always realism. Had, it was, was kind of nice. <laughs> so, but any parts in particular, maybe, or. No, I don't think so. so what do you much. think, Chris? Did, did anything feel kind of. Wrong, mm, yeah, wrong. Like, it's. It, I don't believe there's any particular moment that mm. bothered me. Is this that like like the music has that kind of like Asiany racist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you know, like, and because it's Chinatown, I guess things are supposed to look more Chinese. But mm-hmm. it was some things felt over the top. Like they they just had to show a woman cutting a duck with a oh, butcher yes. and, 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 and while we're talking about the the, the the cleaver knife it was used a little bit too much it was it was used during when the two gangs were fighting it's like hmm. um, when you're selecting a weapon I don't think a cleaver is a good yeah. it's very heavy it, it just it doesn't pierce through the flesh the way you think it's going to how do you no. know that I've heard uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> While we're on the subject of weapons, I do want to say that I've always felt that the staff is the best weapon, really, for for the amateur all the way to the most advanced master. And this movie agrees with me. We see people using staves throughout, and uh, more often than not, it's the weapon that's going to beat out anything. It's got length. It's got stoutness. It's fantastic. So if you're choosing your weapon, no cleaver, all staff. Okay. That, that's why Donatello is my favorite. Ah. Oh, okay. Nice choice. <laughs> okay. So so while we're talking about staffs, there one of the one of the females, uh, um, 
she was like she's part of the defense system in the all female cast of that one floor. Oh right, the she fight. she oh, had yeah. a bamboo. Yeah, yeah, and and it, it was that, hollow and ooh. and this like explosive <sighs> stuff, yeah. powder came out, and I thought yeah. that was really cool. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah, that was a nice effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would choose that weapon. Yeah. <laughs> that that's a good one because you get that extra little bang. But and you you bring this up and I I forgot about this. We have this this female gang. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's there. They're the prison guards, I guess. I maybe. Don't know. I think so. They're guarding the prison full it, of women. It, yeah. It sort of felt like yeah. it was weird. Yeah. You it was know? very inclusive. <laughs> Unfortunately, it sort of gave me like a feeling that, you know, they were the staff of that floor of the department store because it was cosmetics or something. I don't know, but uh, I don't really think that's what was going on. But that was like, wait, why? But no, feel, but no they, yeah. they guarded the prison and they did a great job. And so it wasn't this is bad. the weirdest episode of Are You Being Served? I have ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> and they they certainly fought just as well as the the bad guy guys. Almost. Oh, yeah. 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 They were yeah. great. You know, why don't we intermingle our staffs, though? Yeah, well, unless we have an all meat female gang and an all male, you know, it's like, you know, yeah, it's, it's you know, pretty progressive separate, for eighty six. Separate you know? but equal. Well, I don't know, you know. Um, Were there any other races besides what? Asian and white in oh, this movie? Maybe Ooh. not. So maybe it's on a Benetton. No, I don't remember. It's, no, <laughs> no. But at least we have oh. females. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. True. yeah. And it's it's wanted to bug me a little bit, but you know, the references to Chinese black magic. But it feels like those are more reverential and inspired than. Yeah. So as, as as a movie watcher who happens to be Chinese, I have mm-hmm. noticed that whenever the words like magical or mystical mm-hmm. come up, it's always about Asian stuff. Mm-hmm. It's, like it's, it's never that oh that mystical Caucasian <laughs> suit. Sometimes Native American. Oh yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. and but. occasionally Indian. Oh, India. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah, they're never yeah. mystical it's Caucasians, never, though. Yeah, yeah, it, it, mystical. Now I want to make a movie about mystical <laughs> the Caucasians. The black magic of the Englishman. <laughs> you know? No, that doesn't There's happen. There's only one. It's Brigadoon. <laughs> oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> it's, 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 that Russian ba- black magic. You know? <laughs> 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 doesn't, doesn't happen. Russian black magic. <laughs> Look out for his wild Scottish magic. <laughs> 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 oh, that would be fun, actually, to <laughs> subvert that by having like someone who has like this secret, dark, historic, like deeply historical. You would need like, a Chinese hero being baffled yeah. by the Caucasian <laughs> magic. <laughs> This actually sounds like a really good movie. It's been around <laughs> since the this. 1800s. <laughs> late 1800s. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> wait, wait, aren't the Freemasons? That's Caucasian magic. <gasps> there it is. Ooh. That's, ooh. Oh, that, that's just more <laughs> The Da Vinci Code? Evil. No. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. I, before we leave this this subject, the one thing that is sort of jarred, was very jarring to my ear, was the fact that they talk about Peking. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's been almost, you know, it's it's been 30 years yep. since, you know. We, we decided it, to change that for some reason. Well, actually, no, I believe it was the Chinese government that said, yeah. uh, guys, guys, yeah. Beijing, please. And we all said, <laughs> yeah. oh. Sorry, our bad. So yeah, hearing it referred to as Peking at least twice, maybe three times, was just, it was the one thing that made me, 
go, ooh, this is 80s in a really bad way. Because <laughs> you can't escape the 80s in this film. There's well, a- yes. <laughs> well, the soundtrack insists that you can't yes. escape it. Yeah, and Which, the hairstyles. Yeah, and with the soundtrack, is it a question of it's the 80s or... Please, John Carpenter, please let other people do your music. <laughs> yes. yeah. Please don't write the end theme song where you the sing score. the name of the movie in your... <laughs> he always trouble, does that. A little China. <laughs> it's like, no, no. Uh, but, only I mean... The unbearable lightness of being. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know, like I said, this is... Um, before I didn't realize just how funny this was, and now seeing it again, I realized this is like, is this like a screwball comedy? Is it that level of funny? I think it, so. I think there are elements, and there are times, certainly in the first half, before we get into the heavy action. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of that, um, and I think they did that because of the exposition. And mm. I do love how they they almost wink at us. With the exposition, <laughs> mm, uh, but that only works if you're in that construct, that screwball comedy yeah. construct. I can see Rosalind Russell and Cary Grant talking to each other using those lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah, I think there is an element of that, but it, it <clears throat> does fade as the movie goes on. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. When it gets heavily action, then there's not really time for. But there's still a little. It's like what I liked about the dialogue is it's knowingly arch. Yeah, that's it's it. a little purple, but it knows when it's purple and it stops just short of the purple line. <laughs> and there are little recurring twerks like Wang often begins and ends sentences with Jack. Oh, huh. he'll it'll be a long sentence. Jack, we need to do this. And, and that like four things. Jack, he did that huh. more than twice. Really, that's kind of that. funny. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> well, let's um, talk about the dialogue in this film. There's a hell of a lot of funny lines in this. Yes. Yeah. The, one of them that almost murdered me was the whole, like, uh, Gracie saying, when they're talking about going to the place, she says, I'd go, but, and Jack interrupts her and says, I know, there's a problem with your face, <laughs> referring to her previous line, but not explaining it in yeah. detail, but we know because we heard her mention it before, but it's just so funny, there's a problem with your face. My favorite was, um, how do you think I feel, Jack? I lost a whole girl. <laughs> <laughs> um... You know, because it's a comedy, there, it's okay that the characters aren't fully rounded. But yeah. were there any? Do you think well-rounded characters? Mm. I don't really I get mean, the not, feeling they were not well-rounded from us as viewers looking at them and, yeah. and like their actions yeah. during this movie. But they were well-rounded, and the way they narrated that they were well-rounded. Like, instead of showing us that Gracie is all brain and really smart, she actually, her opening scene, or not opening scene, but she barges into the restaurant and goes, hi, I'm Gracie something, and I'm all brain, and I'm really smart, I'm going to help you. It's like, (laughs) wow, that was really awkward. (laughs) It was really forced. Uh But that's the joy of it in this case. Yeah, And and that's when I realized this movie was a comedy, actually. Is that the, 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 when they narrate... The black magic, rather than showing it to us, it's ridiculous. Yeah. When they, and when they show it to us, it actually seems kind of acceptable. <laughs> like like Jack saying, "What's in the flask, egg? Magic potion?" He said, "Yeah, thought so. Good. What do we do? Drink it? 
Yeah, good. <laughs> Thought so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, yeah, I, I had a lot of fun <laughs> with this film's dialogue. One of my um, favorite lines, and I and I think it it's it's how I accepted this movie is. You're not brought upon this planet to get it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. And, and I thought yeah. I was watching the thing. I was like, well, I don't think yeah. I'm supposed to get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just supposed to enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. What, was he talking to the audience? You think? Or I think it's a. I think it's a. From, yeah, like, I think it's a, a producer or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get this. <laughs> oh, oh, it could be a jab at like a higher up uh, executive type, like mm-hmm. in Hollywood. Like you don't get this film because it's too yeah. out there yeah. like yeah um so we did find out that the budget may have actually been 25 or 20, or 20. somewhere yeah. around there so it, it is a yeah in the eyes of a hollywood executive it is a failure well yeah, yeah it only made 11 only million, million, million domestically yeah but over right. the years has probably gotten it back i bet it has oh, over yeah. the years yeah and I bet but it was that's a huge not hit in a, china yeah, you know. think so? Maybe. No, <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, you're supposed to help us with this stuff. I we would like know. to know what we renamed it as in China, though. Oh. Like, is it huh. just Big Trouble? In the whole us? <laughs> no, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so apparently, so during the movie, I did some research. And of course, that means I looked at the article in Wikipedia. <laughs> sure. um, and so apparently, there's nearly as much drama with the development of the script as is in the movie. Oh, because it began as a Western. It was a Western set in late 1800 San Francisco with the same mystical elements. And the studio bought the script, but really didn't seem to like it much. And even Kurt (laughs) Russell said there's some interesting things in it, but it's unreadable. Why would you buy it if you don't like (laughs) it? Because that's how Hollywood works. So they brought in Richter to give it a pass. And he pretty much rewrote it. Wow. According to him, anyway. Um, (laughs) And then there was a lot of fighting because then uh, Carpenter or the studio wanted to take the original screenwriters' names off. But they, they even, but they still wanted credit, even though they didn't like what had happened to it. Oh. And so it went to the Writers Guild, and the Writers Guild says, "Nope, they get the credit." So then, they, that's why they can't credit Richter with the screenplay, and they give him that weird adaptation by oh. credit, okay. even though the version they shot is substantially changed by him. <laughs> wow. According okay, to so this this really is his script. It was if, and if, his concept, yeah, supposedly. I mean, you wow. know, yeah. some of this info comes from him, so you know. But well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the, and that's interesting. Well, yeah. <laughs> so and you know, you're right to take well. it with a grain of salt because until I get Buckaroo Banzai against the World <laughs> Crime League, <laughs> yes, exactly. That man is on my list. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it is very weird. So we don't really like the script, but let's buy it. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's, uh, it's mm. Hollywood is just so weird. And then they had to race it, <laughs> race it into production so they could beat the Golden Child uh, into the theaters. Ooh, wow. wow, wow! So they were worried that their film was going to be overshadowed by. They needed to be the first comedy Chinese mysticism comedy okay. in the market that fall. Oof! <sighs> wow. <laughs> I don't think they rushed it into production, but they rushed it through production once they realized that. Mm. So. Although yeah. it doesn't really like look like corners were cut or anything, <laughs> I think really. given the budget they had to work with, yeah, oh yeah, well, no, which is a good budget, were, and yeah. uh, you know, 
the the question does come up. Uh, one of the staples here on uh, old v, yeah. v Gold. Uh, <laughs> where'd the money go? And I, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I got to earmark at least eleven million for lightning. <laughs> hey, so, back I mean, then it, that was tough oh it really was, it was but like, you it, can do it in after effects looked good. <laughs> it, it yep. looked pretty good i don't yeah. know if you know this but apparently you can ride down on yes. lightning as if it were a pole uh-huh. and <laughs> yeah, then sure. and then go back up yes. using lightning yeah. as if it were a pole. yeah, yeah. I, I i learned something today <laughs> it was really cool yeah um, um it's a physics lesson but so, it, Oh, go ahead. No, no. In the where did the money not go? Maybe it's like it's certainly an it's certainly a definitive transition from the hilly exteriors of San Francisco Chinatown to the big, wide open, flat streets of Studio Chinatown. It was very obvious when the truck moved from yes, yes, yes. Oh, we're on a studio now. And I sort of wish they hadn't even bothered with the location shoot. I would, uh, in keeping with the this is our mystical realistic world, just shoot it all on a soundstage. Yeah, yeah. or or all in L.A. Yeah, like there yeah. are the scenes where they finally get out of the yeah, and out now of the they're area, in LA. and they're yes. clearly in L.A. But <laughs> yes, you know. oh, well, well, at one point weren't they in, in the in the Ghostbusters house? Oh yeah, I think what that looked was like we, yeah. what we, was really? that the fire station. Doesn't that look yeah. like the same? Oh. It really looked like yeah. the fire, the Ghostbusters fire station. It was you know weird. What? I, I, I think you're right. And that would be the second Ghostbusters connection because mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> the Guardian, the floaty eye yeah. Guardian. Yes. Oh. Isn't that just Slimer with yeah. more eyes? Yeah. Right. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. He was adorable. <laughs> he really was. I, I don't know why they I didn't make a plush. That. Yes, I would get one. That'd be great. That'd be great. Me too. Uh, let's talk about like the fight scenes and mm-hmm. special effects and how all that worked. They were so bad. I loved it. Oh, really? really bad? <laughs> oh, oh, some of them were kind of wacky, but some of them, some of the choreography seemed really good to me. Oh, I was, I was, I was very impressed when the two guys were fighting midair. Yeah, <laughs> that sure. was cool. But everything else was just like spinning spinning knives or back scratchers and then guys <laughs> making great. this like L loser figure with their thumb <laughs> yes. and index finger. It, just, it was ridiculous. Yes. But that's mm. not a criticism. No. <laughs> yes. Oh. But I mean the choreo- the fight choreography, I thought. Yeah. There were some moments that were really good. There was a lot of, I thought, good stuff. Sure. Yeah. So this made me think, so when they were having the big mid-air fight at the end, <laughs> Okay, this is the same stuff that critics lost their shit about when Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon came out. Mm. Like, oh, how revolutionary. Yeah. When it was in the fancy love story movie. Right. Yeah. Which, as you might have guessed right down, I don't care for. Um, <laughs> and so it's the same kind of thing, and it all comes from the same source. Yeah. But, you know, people acted when Crouching Tiger came out. People acted, oh, we've never seen that before in a... Big budget Western aimed movie. Yeah, 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 you did. You just didn't pay any attention because it was a little action movie. And, you know, it didn't have depressed women sulking about their combs in the desert. <laughs> well, that's right. I forgot. That, that long distraction in the desert. I remember, yeah. I sent some um. rant. 
<laughs> and plus, like films like that have been made forever, oh, but course. not in America. Exactly. So it's like, yeah. oh, it's right. a new thing that we've invented here <laughs> <Yeah>. in America. <laughs> it's like, no, they've been doing it for a while Where in another has country. Ang Lee been hiding yeah. with his <laughs> revolutionary notions? <laughs> it's been working at Walmart all this time. <laughs> a mystical Walmart. A mystical, yeah, a mystical yes. Walmart. Yeah. Aren't they all Chris? <laughs> yes. Aren't they all? There's your there's your Caucasian mysticism. Yes. Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear okay what other tidbits and notes do we have well i i, I had uh this revelation while i was watching which was the whole movie uh, in some ways plays out like a role-playing game yeah hmm. uh, there's a lot of back and forth there's a lot of oh we're gonna charge the breach Ooh, that didn't work out so well back to headquarters <laughs> uh, back to the bar or whatever <laughs> it might be um you have the fact that Jack, who is our titular, well, not titular, but our, our, our supposed hero, although yeah. I think we've rightly identified him as the sidekick. Yeah. We have him doing these horribly stupid things, you know, <laughs> shooting the, the, the plaster and knocking himself out. Yes. Um, but it really, that vibe became very obvious to me as I was watching. And the closing argument for me mm-hmm. is when Jack takes out Lopan. He throws his knife, completely misses. Yes. yes. Bad roll. He, roll, he, roll, he rolls a one. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. Lopan rolls it, throws it back at him. Jack not only catches it, throws it back, gets him right there in between <laughs> the, uh, uh, the hemispheres of the brain. That's a natural 20. Mm, okay. Yeah. So I, I like it, that. Yeah. Yeah. It was a weird ebb and flow, and it was maybe it's a way of conceptualizing it. I'm not saying that W. D. Richter and John Carpenter and and uh, the cast of the movie sat down and role played this uh, yeah. movie before they uh, filmed it. I'm just saying. That's my head cannon, and that's what I'm going to choose to believe. <laughs> yes. The only thing really missing in that scenario is that they they needed to search the rooms. <gasps> you're right. You're right. <laughs> but, you know, there are a lot of traps. There's a yes, lot of, yes. uh, you know. Yes. Oh, I, there, there's a lot of uh, believe illusion, disbelieve illusion. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, saving throws throughout. Egg had a magic potion, I guess, in his bag of holding. No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Um, so we were talking earlier about the sidekick, hero slash sidekick being ineffective, and we were talking about like they get drink the magic potion, and it seems like it affects everyone but him. But I don't yeah. know because that the natural twenty could have been the potion actually working on him. No, 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 but, no, but, no. But they implied that he had this power already because he caught the green bottle at the beginning of the movie. So he didn't gain oh, any right, new right, abilities. Right, 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 right. I forgot so. that. Okay, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Okay. The elixir did nothing uh, to the so white guy. So then man. that's another funny. Yeah, the elixir yeah. did nothing to the white guy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it was just a placebo, like, yes. to help him <laughs> go in and fight. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so one quick plot hole. Um, I understand they kind of talk about this. Lopan is talking to Jack and and uh, Jack saying, come on, you, 2,000 years, you can't find a girl with green eyes. And he says, yeah. eh, there have been some. Yeah. Um, but he's fixated on a Chinese girl with mm-hmm. green eyes. Yeah. And then we see that Kim Cattrall has green eyes. Yeah. Like, oh, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, bring her in. That'll yeah. Be. So he's been sitting in San Francisco for, let's say, a century. Yes. And didn't bring in any green-eyed Caucasian. Yes. Huh. Yeah. Funny that. Well, if you ask me, he brought in two. 
because oh, uh, Chinese girl did not look very Chinese. She huh. really did. Hmm. And what a crappy role for an actor. I oh, know girl. she had like one line at and the end. She I think she said something. So she, she oh, when they were escaping, she pointed up and said, "Hey, there's a, a escape." Oh, okay. <laughs> I think I think yeah. that's the only thing she ever said. <laughs> yeah, you're just gonna be asleep most of the time. Yeah, that's too okay, bad. It's but it's guild scale. So guild. yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I noticed that every now and then they do circle wipes. And weird transitions oh, that they, yeah. didn't seem they didn't seem to do it enough to like I don't know it just seemed odd to me when I noticed I think it. My were, guess is they're playing off the oddly Japanese uh, sun motif on his shirt. Maybe. Oh yeah. Well, what, no. I've, I've noticed at least one. <laughs> it's all the only link I could make for it. <laughs> I noticed at least one transition where the circle wipe started in like the center of someone's face. <laughs> so it doesn't kind of looked unfortunate. It was like, oh, is, is that is that a, a zit or a mole that's growing? What's <laughs> <laughs> that? Ooh, yeah, let's, that was. Let's check in briefly about the fashion in the movie. I <gasps> thought I thought everything the storms wore was fantastic. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I love how when they're not in fighting mode, they have their business suits. And yeah, yeah. They're, they're right. very sharp. <laughs> yes. Very sharp dressers. Yes. <laughs> during um, during a fight scene towards the beginning, there was those Chinese guys with red. Uh, Hanker, uh, not handkerchiefs, but like red things around their foreheads. Mm-hmm. Right? I thought that was uh-huh. very fashionable. Yeah, <laughs> also like the gold, Absolutely. the gold headbands on the what turned out to be the good gang. Yeah, those were okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And betraying the movie, perhaps betraying the movie's origins as a western. That whole gang that had the bandoleros in the first oh, big fight. Oh, yes. amazing! For some reason, yes. you know. Yes. <laughs> I thought uh, Kim I did, uh, hair the, was nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The maitre D, whose name. Uh, sadly escapes me. I liked his almost Doctor Who esque uh, jackets. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I know I would have back when this was odd. I would have been all over Jack's look with the white tank yeah. and the boots, and, oh. and, and still am. <laughs> <laughs> it, it still works. Huh? Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, Even I, his power mullet works for me. <laughs> <laughs> and Kurt Russell, I gotta say, he was in amazingly good shape. I mean, not not ridiculous, not super right, steroided right, right, right. out, yes. but in really nice shape. Yeah. And uh, although I will note that uh, my wife sat with me for a few moments, uh, and her only note is, Kurt Russell has an amazingly tiny butt. So <laughs> there you go. Okay. There you go. Um, so James Hong, who played Lopan, mm-hmm. born in 1929. Wow. And I'm like, is there a death? I don't see death. He's got two films coming out next year. He's oh, that's got fantastic. Five, six. Oh, he's on a TV show. Oh my goodness, this guy. He must be 120, and he's no, still... Uh, oh, he's no. your, your math may be a tad <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. He's, he's still going strong. His IMDb is, is just amazing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I know I've seen him in several things, but my goodness, it scrolls forever. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, yeah, him, the, guy, the candy bar guy from Die Hard, there was a couple other recognizable yeah. faces in this. Um, the guy who played... Wang though he doesn't even have a picture on IMDb. Yeah. It's weird. He doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't seem to have done much since then. He was in the Last Emperor. Hmm. Well, it looks like he was in an episode of Luck. Okay, there okay, are some, yeah. there are some TV credits. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. So, I saw that Kurt, Kurt Russell's going to be in the next Tarantino. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Huh. Cool. 
The Hateful Eight. Uh-huh. Hmm. Yeah, all right. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Sorry, someday we're going to have to do a special edition where I just rant about Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> That's for another time. <laughs> okay, are we ready to vote? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. All right. I'm just going to say it because it's, this is an easy one for me, mm-hmm. gold, because this thing's hilarious. It still works mm-hmm. today. You know, if the Blu-ray is out, mm-hmm. I might get it. Um wow. So that's my vote. I'm not not going to dwell on it. Uh, that's Tim. Or, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can't believe I don't remember this movie. I enjoyed it so much. <laughs> uh, I enjoyed the exaggerated dialogue. The action was constant and interesting. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of pew pew. Because it's a martial uh. arts movie. Um, there's actual like contact and involvement of the antagonists. Um, yeah. Cool. <laughs> All right. Cool. Uh, Chris. Um, to quote Wang, my mind and my spirit are one. Awesome. <laughs> Definite gold. <laughs> this is amazing. I want to watch it again. Okay, let's yeah. do it right now. Okay. I want a fan ticket. No. <laughs> Jack? This is, and, and I, the second thing I wrote today was, I really wish I had made popcorn. And oh, I was serious yes. because this is a popcorn flick. You can yeah. watch this and enjoy it. There's enough depth enough artistry that you're never gonna wander off but it's mostly just a romp and it plays on so many old-fashioned outlines to Mm -hmm. for lack of a better word and you're just carried along you're having fun you're laughing and it gives you everything you want out of 99 minutes Uh, (laughs) it's it's gold all right it is gold Yay! That's the best sound effect we have. (laughs) Because we haven't really tried to look for another one. No. Um, That should be our mission for season three. But that's a good point. So it's a popcorn movie, but you do not have to turn off your brain. Yes, exactly. Which is the usual definition I hear now for a popcorn movie, which I reject. Yeah. If it's so bad, you have to turn off your brain to cope with it. It's not enjoyable. You should just not not a popcorn movie. Yeah. Yeah. This is not that. This is true fun. Yeah. Yes. Yes, yeah. I would like to subscribe to your newsletter. I'm right there. <laughs> I will follow you on Instagram. Ooh. <laughs> oh. Oh, right. Instagram. That would be more modern, wouldn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Newsletters yes. are so yes. 2000. I, I, <laughs> I will go into town and wait for your telegrams. <laughs> you are my favorite town crier. <laughs> Can't we just use crows or like what are those Birds from uh, ravens. Ravens, yes. yes. Uh, Let's just use ravens to send. Yes. But that's I, always bad news. I so. will go and admire your cave paintings. <laughs> <laughs> your Instagram photos of cave paintings. Oh no! <laughs> circle back. Hooray! All right, that was all gold for Big Trouble in Little China, 1986. Yay! Joining me was Tim. Hey, Chris. Hello. <laughs> no goodbye. Goodbye. And Jack. I'm not an evil dream. Aww. Aww. <laughs> Maybe later tonight. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Thanks for joining us. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Old vs. Gold is a production of Hidden Deadly. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash hidden deadly. We're also on Twitter at Hidden Deadly, where you can send us questions about this podcast with the hashtag Old V Gold. 
Go to oldvgold.com to find more episodes and more information about this podcast. You can also find us on iTunes, where you can subscribe and give us a rating. Thanks for joining us. 